Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders. My name's Ray here and thank you for joining me. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button and if you uh, would like to, leave us a review, five star, comment, whatever you like on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on now. But thanks very much for joining us for this edition of Kiwi Rider Podcast. Coming up in the show, we're going to catch up with smallbikestuff.com's curator, Cullen Blackmore, and find out what's happening in the world of small bike stuff and we're going to catch up with a young beta rider who's been doing good things in the south island jonty richards but first for the last few years i've been a bit of an advocate for heated grips uh, choosing to run motocross gloves on my road bike in all conditions all seasons or weathers and all riding and run heated grips to keep my hands nice and toasty but i think i'm swaying a wee while ago, a couple of weeks, month or two maybe, um, Forbes and Davies sent me a set of the Magna Exile gloves. These gloves, they're actually really good. They're goat leather, they're nice and warm and fuzzy on the inside. They're definitely a winter riding glove. They've got a Velcro adjustment around the wrist. They come about probably a third of the way up my forearm. They've got a Velcro adjustment right around the top of the hand that, that keeps the glove on nice and snug. Um, they've got a little vein on the pointer index finger of both hands so you can wipe water off the visor of your helmet. They're made of goat leather predominantly um, and they're really, really good. Not only do they keep your hands nice and insulated but they keep the wind from going up the sleeves of your jacket. So they kind of do double duty when it comes to insulation. So I'm really, really impressed. Um, if you're in the market for a new set of gloves, I can highly recommend the, the Magna Exile gloves. They're predominantly black with a tiny touch of fluoro where the Magna logo is on the outside of your hand. They are waterproof as well. Generally when a company says uh, that their gear is waterproof, I kind of snigger and, and, and go, yeah, right, whatever. I'll believe that when I see it. But um, I've ridden in, in what I can only class as a couple of monsoon days here in Wellington um, with my standard morning commuting and evening commuting. And my hands were dry. I can't say much for the rest of me, but my hands were completely dry. So yeah, Magna Exile Gloves. I'll chuck some uh, photos up on social media if you want to check them out. Uh, but just a quick plug for, for Magna, uh, doing a fantastic job at keeping my hands dry and warm. No need for heated grips on the Tenere 700. Catching up now with Beta Rider and a young fella from the South Island, Jonty Richards. G'day Jonty, how you doing? Good, good. Now, whereabouts in the country are you based, bud? Uh, Lumsden. Lumsden. That's down near bloody Invercargill, isn't it? Yeah, about an hour away. Nice. And uh, I said in the intro, but you're a bit of a beta rider, yeah? Yep, yep. What uh, what beta are you riding at the moment? Uh, beta 200. 2020. Nice, nice. And uh, yeah. you, you you get a bit of um, cross country going on. Is that your main your main jam, or do you do you get onto the motocross track, or what's the story? Yeah, cross country is about where it's at. Yeah, but we did a little bit of motocross, but more cross country to try focus on. Nice. And uh, what I hear you've been pretty successful in the last few events. Give us a rundown of of your um your recent successes. Uh, well, got uh, second in. The South Island in the last uh, last month or so um, won the the local round the junior overs and the juniors in general yeah just plugging away 
sounds like you're pretty modest about it. I mean, you, you can clearly ride better than I can, so you might as well sing from the rooftops about it, right? Yeah, just enjoy it. Love it. And you uh, you get a bit of work done in a, in a local motorcycle shop, do you? Yeah, we go down to um, Winter Motorcycles, the beta shop, and um, Winter and on Fridays just to, for school, but it's very handy when you come out for the weekends and you get a wee bit of knowledge. Yeah, for sure. What is it about yeah. motorbikes? Is this what you want to do moving forward, or is this a hobby? What's the story? Yeah, I want to try and, if I leave school, yeah, head out into the motorbike industry for sure. Good hobby. Keeps you off the streets and busy. Definitely fit. And being down in Invercargill, you've got a pr- pretty pretty world class racetrack down there. Uh, what do you got, uh, Tiratonga? Have you ever been uh, ever had any thoughts or aspirations to to get out on the track? Nah, no, nah, I haven't actually. No, never looked into it at all. It's always been the dirt side of things. Yeah, always been dirt side. And in the last three years, I've only just started getting into the cross country. Yeah, I've only been doing the cross country side of it. Now, have you only been riding bikes for three years, or did you start a bit earlier than that? Nah, I started about seven or eight. And then, yeah, then just done autocross and motocross. And then we done a local um, cross-country here one day just for, for fun, through just for a go and um, got second. And then we thought we'd get into it. And then, yeah, we're here now. Brilliant. So what was your first bike? Pardon? What was your first bike? Uh, it was a Honda 50. Yeah. Nice. Good place to start. Yeah, just a wee boozer. And did you go? You, you you didn't go straight from the from the fifty to the beta two hundred. What 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 was the lineage between bikes there? So I went from a Honda fifty to a Kawasaki sixty five, and then I got a Kawasaki eighty five, and then in two thousand sixteen I got a Kawasaki uh, KTM eighty five, and then um, we traded that in and got a Kawasaki eighty five, which was where I started doing cross countries. And then we got a, um, a KX125, just so I could like um, learn on the bike and get um, used to the bigger bikes. And then we kind of started getting sick of that, and we went out to the MOJ out at Hitcho and just rode a Beta 200 and just went up and just went for it. Great. Yeah, no, they're really, really good bikes. We uh, went up to the Coromandel for the launch of the Beta, the 2020 Beta RR range, and they are brilliant bikes. Yeah, awesome. Um, what uh, what's next for you? What do you what do you want to do? Where are you heading next? What competitions have you got your eye on? Um, we're looking at the last two rounds of the Moscow uh, XT series, which I'm sitting second in at the moment. And then um, we're going to work to see if I can um, do the the Nutbuster in um, in November. Trying to work for that. Fitness and stuff to get get to that. Brilliant. Obviously, you you're a young fella. You mentioned school and stuff. How old are you? I'm um, sixteen. Sixteen. What school do yeah, you go to? Yeah, twelve. Uh, North Southland College in Lumsden. Have you got anyone you want to do a shout out to? Any sp- sponsors or supporters that uh, have have helped you along the way? I'm um, just probably LJ Hocker and Alexandra and um, Mum and Ryan McKenzie. They helped me a lot. Mum especially. She's great. And shout out to Winton Motorcycles as well. Yeah, and definitely that's good. <laughs> Brilliant, Johnny Richards. Hey, thanks very much for taking the time to have a chat. Looking forward to uh, seeing some success from you in the coming future, following your uh, your your riding career, and uh, keep in touch and let us know when you uh, when you you know compete in event, events and and um, you know uh, let us know how you go. Yes, sweet, sounds great. Thank you so much.
Catching up now with Cullen Blackmore, smallbikestuff.com. You'll find him on all the small social media platforms under Small Bike Stuff as well. G'day, Cullen, how you doing? I'm doing really, really well. I've had some interesting times lately. How about you? Uh, ticking along quite nicely. Um, you've actually, uh, before we dive into the main topic I wanted to talk to you about, uh, yes. changed changed jobs. Yes, I have. So um, I'm working for a lovely dealership in uh, Tauranga called Bayride Motorcycles. Uh, if you're local in that area, you'll know them. Uh, we deal with Triumph, Aprilia and Yamaha and I'm running the workshop as a service manager. And um, it's so awesome uh, to be in a really, really big, fulfilling team that is just awesome and knows what they want to do. The bosses are passionate, the staff are passionate. We work on cool bikes. Life's good right now. I'm pretty happy. Bayride are some of the most active on social media that I've seen. I love seeing all the uh, the new bike purchases. They they post them all up on social media and um, just general happenings around Tauranga to do with bikes. I, 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 like, I like what they do. So um, great to hear you're working with a good team. Yeah, man, honestly, it's it's so cool. And yeah, like you say, Damien Fleming, the boss, and Catherine as well, the other owner, they're um, incredible uh, with what they do on social media. I mentioned it to them when they started, and and yeah, they it's it's just off the own cuff. It's, it's the boss of the company. The, the owner of the company is just posting as much as he can. So yeah, really cool to um, be in a good team with good people. Thanks for asking. Speaking of social media, I've seen a bit come out of your pipes lately to do with mm. the NZ Farm Bike Champs. Yes, okay, so the New Zealand Farm Bike Champs, or I, as I like to call them, the World Farm Bike Champs. Now, that is not what the event is officially called, but I feel that it's a absolutely accurate description. I've searched worldwide, and by that I mean I've done like two Google searches, and I can't find anyone else in any other country doing the same thing. To be fair, that's so, about one Google search more than anyone else is probably going to do anyway. Yeah, exactly. I was thought about using Bing, but I wasn't going to go there. And um, I found out that this is this is a an event that's been going for a few years. I've known of it, and I've never been. I've had friends that have entered, but it's just kind of been, oh look, there's a couple of pictures on social media, and that's that. So when I uh, started working at Bayride Motorcycles, one of the mechanics there, uh, he enters this event religiously. So I said, all right, well that's my perfect excuse. I'll come and watch you, and I did. Uh, it was uh, in the west coast of the North Island, so near Otrahonga, um, and it's basically a three-hour endurance event, and, and as it, the name suggests, it's a farm bike championship. Now, are you aware at all of, of the things that can or cannot be entered into this event? I'm assuming that we're not talking CRF250Rs. No, no. So there is a CC limit, 200cc, and there's three different classes. So uh, basically you've got two-stroke, 0 to 185, two-stroke, so 185cc maximum. So that includes a TF, NTS, and ER185s, um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, obviously two-strokes have a bit more pep, so you can't have a 200cc two-stroke. Uh, when it comes to four-strokes, you've got 0 to 200cc four-strokes. Uh, and then there's also a special class or race class. Um, basically, you can have up to 140cc engine um, and, and wedge it into a motocross frame, but the motocross frame cannot be any bigger than an 85cc originally. And you can, yeah, so there was actually a KTM 85, SX85, 85SX on the day that had a uh, GM125 engine welded in place and <laughs> it did an incredible job. So um, one of the main things about this event that uh, is really important to note is that there are some really strict rules and I mean they will go around and inspect every bike and, and make the modifications themselves if they have to um, but you've got to remove your side stands any bark busters or factory kind of handlebar guards they've got to be removed your rear rack has to be removed but also it has to have come with one from the factory if it didn't come with one from the factory you cannot enter your bike but you can't have the rack on 
when you're racing, if that makes sense. Uh, and the other things you can do is you can modify the exhaust and you can modify the suspension, but that's it. Other than that, basically, you've just got to chuck your bike in there and go for it. And this is insane because it's a three-hour endurance event and it's a team event. There's two riders on your team and every 20 minutes a flag jumps out and basically you've got to jump in to go through a joker lane which is a really long roped off thin lane full of logs and tires and you've got to get all the way through there get to the pits jump off your bike you push your bike to the other end of the pits swap riders the new rider gets on you can make any changes in the pits if you want but you'll lose a lap so it's up to you and uh, jump through the second joker lane and um, back into it so this is one of the most impressive events that I have seen in a very very long time and ever since throwing the video up on social media it's gotten a bit of traction it sounds epic i mean we're talking frankenstein small bore bikes uh and and what so what's the story with um with safety gear are we talking gummies in a swan dry or are we, t- are we a bit more um bit more that was my focused? assumption that was my assumption yes gummies swan dry um maybe some gloves if you feel like it whatever helmet you can find but no here i go i turn up to the event this lovely event just located outside of a small new zealand country town and you see this big dirt track over the uh, about two or three different paddocks on two different farms and it was massive I was like okay here we go turn up every team seemed to have their own gazebo or tent set up and then I saw that the Honda factory racing team from New Zealand was there and I also saw basically 60% of the riders dressed up in full-on motocross gear uh, your chest guards um, basically absolutely everything they could manage to get away with and it turns out that a lot of the riders use this as their one fun joker event every year that they can attend but other weekends they are professionally racing motocross so um cody cooper was there um my my mechanic from work here in um, roxborough he, he actually came second overall and 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 it was just a really really incredible event to see um basically one of the quintessential things i like about this event is it's just pure kiwiana and if, if you're listening from non-new zealand that just means it's it's our culture personified our rural culture if you turn up there are all the spectators in their gumboots and their swan drives just chilling out watching. The riders are serious as heck, but you see them all line up on these farm bikes in one big line and it's a shotgun start. So the uh, announcer gets out the shotgun, fires a shell into the sky and all the bikes roar off into, in, in, into, uh, into madness over the first jump. And one thing to bear in mind is that they put in a new rule this year because last year they had to cheat with the guys that had electric start, but they were quiet bikes. They would, they would start them on the start line and um, then you do your Le Mans running start. And so they could just jump on their bike and disappear where everyone else had to kick. This year, you sat on your bike with your hands on your heads, and when the shotgun went, you could either electric start or kick it as soon as you wanted and, and jump into uh, the beginning of the race. It sounds brilliant. Yeah, it's honestly, I don't know why it's not more popular. And to be honest, the video I just put out on the Small Bike Stuff uh, YouTube channel has got a lot of traction. I decided to throw this video in full length on Facebook as well. And every single comment, every single comment, I've counted them, says, I'm going to event, uh, enter this event next year. So hopefully I haven't made it a bit too popular for them because it's it's just one of those cool events that I feel not heaps of people know about, but the right people do and you turn up and there's a really good atmosphere. Uh, the, the three hours is just, 
it doesn't seem like a long time, but when you see the trek, we're talking a trek that the fastest lap time was just on two minutes, and this is people pinning it as fast as they can. On their, uh, the, the, the winning bike of the day was a DR200 four-stroke, and that guy was clearing massive tabletops that I would have been scared to attempt on a proper two-stroke dirt bike. And, and, and there was just the most phenomenal mix of, of people who are just giving it their all on their own modified bikes or the guy who bought the their two-stroke tf125 the day before for 85 dollars and decided to replace the piston that morning and just turned up and saw what would happen <laughs> okay so yeah. what, what we do now is we uh we we start up a spreadsheet and we take yes. down the names and uh, contact details of every person that said they were going to enter next year and when they don't <laughs> enter next year then we hit them up but um i, I want to be one of those people i want to say i want to go that sounds like a overload of fun look even as a spectator this is one of the most awesome events to to just purely look at let alone attend and and all i could think about while watching it was i need to be more fit uh it looks so tiring uh there was one section at the, at the back of the uh track that was over a bunch of tree roots and it was super slippery and it didn't matter who you were you came off at one point uh on there throughout the day or you came very close and it was right beside a fence and i i, I watched people start to pull other motorcycle uh, or other riders out of fences to, to to clear them out because these guys are getting stuck and uh eventually i had to put the camera down and go pull people out myself because yeah it was just one of those mad events where an hour and a half into into your riding which is towards you know the event into the event you are just absolutely trashed uh your body's just wrung out and it didn't matter who you were whether you were cody cooper or you were uh, a guy from down the road the other day uh who just found out about this event you were just destroyed at the end of it um physically <laughs> it was really impressive to watch all right so for any listeners who uh are g'd up to watch this video now how do they find your social media your, your youtube account if you can't be bothered going into YouTube, just go onto Google. Just type in any browser, small bike stuff. I will pop up in one way or another, whether it's on Instagram, which is small bike stuff IG, Facebook, which is facebook.com slash small bike stuff, or youtube.com slash small bike stuff. I aim to upload a video every single week, whether it's about the farm champs or not. There's videos about the most recent distinguished gentleman's ride, my own personal builds, uh, other events I get to attend. Uh, I rode the CT125 when it came out with Motormart in Wellington, which you know very well and um, that video took off and, and, and did really really well so it's cool to see the small bikes getting some love search small bike stuff somewhere and if you don't find me there's something wrong with the internet can you give us any sneak peeks as to what's coming up in the near future as far as small bikes go yes absolutely so i've already done a small ride on a honda monkey but i've also been offered from um, some great people the ability to take the newer well it's a couple of years old now but the honda monkey 125 through its proper paces and my style which is a bit different than most videos you will find on the internet so i'm going to give that a go i've got a couple of builds uh to do i have an event in november which is uh around a lovely part of new zealand's rural areas on the east coast in the north island and i'm going to be building a bike specifically for that so i've got about three bike builds happening uh we've got a whole bunch of events happening and yeah uh the biggest one which is a really long time away uh is is a dedicated off-road event which i'll probably invite you to this is this your first knowledge about it uh february next year we're having an event called garlic masters it's a throwback to the quake city rumblers in christchurch 
who have an event every year called Dirt Masters, uh, which is on a farm, small bikes, madness, really, really cool time. You can find a video of the last one on my channel, but our one is happening on a uh, ex-garlic farm in the North Island, so we're calling it Garlic Masters. Just as a throwback to the Quake City Rumblers, we'll see how this event goes, but this one will be absolutely massive. Brilliant. Smallbikestuff.com and Smallbikestuff on pretty much every social media pipe you can find. Cullen Blackmore once again. Hey, thank you very much for your time. And uh, I'm going to have to hit you up because I see a lot of you members on Facebook uh, doing crazy builds with stuff. And I, I think I need a project. Absolutely. Honestly, you can spend next to nothing and have an incredible self-built piece of perfection in front of you uh building a small bike on average will cost you the same amount as it will to put a nice set of tires on your car so uh that's to put it in perspective small bikes are great i love big bikes i love bikes of every single size but small bikes there's more bang for buck well, that about wraps us up for this week. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank you to Cullen Blackmore, smallbikestuff.com for making the time to have a chat. Um, kind of our pseudo uh, small bike stuff correspondent. Uh, of course, he's got his, all his own platforms, so go and check out smallbikestuff.com or search smallbikestuff on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the platforms. Also, thanks to John T. Richards for joining us, young beta rider. Watch out for his name in lights in future years to come. Lots of events, lots of motorcycle goodness to come out of that young fella. This is Keep Your Rider Podcast. My name is Ray here, and thank you very much for tuning in. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show, whether that be getting in touch with us via our social platforms, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, or you can send us an email, podcast at kiwirider.co.nz. That's podcast and at kiwirider.co.nz love to hear from you if you've got any thoughts on um, stuff we can cover on the on the show uh, you want to hear a review of a certain product uh, or we would love to hear from you about your bike or your latest ride did you go to the uh, brass monkey are you planning on going to the cold kiwi let us know how your event went we'd love to hear from you uh Finally, we're also on Patreon if you deem us fit to support, whether that be a dollar a month, 50 cents a month, whatever you like. Jump on Patreon, search out Kiwi Rider Podcast, and it would be absolutely outstanding if you could support us. But of course, our content will remain free, so if you're not in a position to support us financially, that's perfectly fine. Just keep listening, hit that subscribe button, share this podcast with a mate of yours. This is Keep Your Rider Podcast. My name's Ray here, and thank you very much for joining us once again. Keep the rubber side down, throttle on, and we'll catch you in seven days' time. Yeah.